This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumbian Crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 96. My name is Adam. With me today we have Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing alright. It's snowing. Is it snowing? It is snowing. Cool. It is snowing. Is it snowing where you're at, Ryan? Yes. Very cool. Alright, what movie do we have you watch this week? Well, given the last three names, I'll call it the original name. It was originally called Age of the Hobbits, but then they got sued, and apparently they changed it to Lord of the Elves slash Clash of Vampire. Age of the Hobbits, a.k.a. Lord of the Elves, a.k.a. Clash of the Empires. Picked this in honor of the new Hobbit movie coming out this week. Uh, this is directed by Joseph J. Lawson. This is an asylum film, which I didn't even know that this was an asylum film until after I watched the trailer and sent it to you. Um, I'd have a synopsis here. Long ago, in a in a land now forgotten, an enslaved hero escapes his bonds, gather, gathers his troop, and begins a dangerous quest to claim an enchanted dagger that will give his people a chance for freedom from the oppressive warlord. He claims that one troop. Yeah, gathers his Just troop. one troop. Gathers his one troop. <clears throat> so, let's just jump right in. Why don't you tell us a little bit about... We'll we'll call it Age of the Hobbits now because that's that's why we picked it. All right. Well, first of all, this movie contains little people and children, but at some points the children are supposed to be older than the little people, but they're playing parts that they had filmed in with children. Does that make any sense? Nope, not at all. No, I don't really get it, but move on. <laughs> all right. Well, they... Clear that up. <laughs> um, they, the characters, like, they were all supposed to be elves. But some of the characters were children. Like, normal... Uh, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> are they supposed and... to be elves, or are they supposed to be hobbits? Oh, I didn't know this. I'm not up on my Hobbit trilogy or trivia. Hmm. So, I guess uh, I don't even know what the fuck a Hobbit is. What is the difference between a Hobbit and an elf? Uh, Hobbits are sh- are shorter than elves, and the really? pointy ears. And elves appear. I think elves are usually archers. Yeah. They're usually they're, they usually have a bow and arrow and they have pointy ears and they're taller than hobbits. There's no arching going on. No arching? Um second of all, the entire okay, the most of the cast is Indonesian and apparently they didn't speak that good English because the whole film is dubbed over. Mm. Like everyone's mm. voice is dubbed over. And 
the sometimes when the actual children speak, they have like the voice of thirty year olds. <laughs> and it's it's like I said, you have to see it. But it kinda like for the first twenty minutes I was like, What the fuck is happening? Is the kid supposed to be like thirty or is he supposed to be like a ten year old kid? Mm. So it was very, very confusing. That sounds amazing. Um, other than that, there there is really I guess there is sort of a loose plot. But they kinda just whatever happens, happens. <laughs> They just go with the flow. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, There's much, much bad acting. Much bad acting. The voiceovers are terrible. The plot's pretty terrible. For the first 45, 50 minutes, I didn't even know what was happening with the plot. So like, this is this is classic asylum, is what you're saying. It, yeah, there, and the fact that they had to be sued for the title makes it even better. I would. I. It seems like that this film contains some dragons. Do you actually get to see the dragons? Um. Uh, you can call them dragons if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they look pretty terrible. And, and now, the CG is pretty terrible. And you can tell that it's like uh, overlay. Like uh, when they're acting with the dragons. The dragons are happening on one screen and everything else is happening on the other screen. Fantastic. So there are dragons in it. They're CGI dragons. CGI dragons. So what's <laughs> up with this dagger? How's it going to save their people? Uh, the whole dagger thing, like, I don't even, that's why when he said that, I don't even understand that part. Because as I watched right? it, they didn't make a big deal about this dagger at all. <laughs> People came and kidnapped the little hobbits, took them to this cave, and the hobbits that aren't captured go over this land and join up with other people. What are they? The hobbits are called traders. And they're going after the people that capture them are called, I think they're called meat eaters or flesh eaters or something. <laughs> and they ride dragons and eat people. And they have, they're kind of like cavemen. Like, they barely have any grasp on the English language at all or any language for that matter and uh, the hobbits go to the cave and outsmart them and kill all of them and that's it 
Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay, so uh, according to a review here for this movie on Dread Central, uh, the word hobbits is never uttered, even once in the film. The race of little people the title refers to are instead referred to in the film as as the tree people, because they live in huts in the trees, or half-men, as their average-sized counterparts uh, call them. And then the normal-sized humans are called giants. And then there's also evil, ugly, average-sized men with mouths full of fangs called rock people. Yes. They have a flesh-eating dragon people. Flesh-eating dragon people, okay. Yeah, flesh, I'm sorry, yeah, flesh-eating dragon-riding people. So the, tr- the tree people... <laughs> The tree people are vegans that worship Earth Mother, and the giants are hunter-gatherers that worship the Sky Father. Yes. And the rock people are cave-dwelling cannibals that perform human sacrifices to their serpent god. At the end of the movie, Earth Mother and Sky Father hook up, I think. They're they're supposed to hook up. What do they create? Because... I don't know. They don't say, but they all become friends by the end of the movie. And so worshiping each other gods and shit. Alright, so let's talk about some performances here. Because I didn't mention who's in this movie. Like you said, it's a bunch of uh, like one-name people like Kreb, Shrogan. I don't know any of these people. Bai Ling, though, is the one that I know. How was Bai Ling? Alright, not, not, uh, everyone was terrible. That's so it's hard to just pull one or two people out and say they were okay, because it was all terrible. Bai Ling is mostly, she's been mostly in like, she's in a ton of stuff, but she's not in very good, she usually has like small roles and things. I think she was in... She was in a horror movie that that just came out. It's playing the festival circuit right now. I think we have a review for it up on the site. But I think it's called The Gauntlet. And I know that Ernie did not like it at all. But she was in, like, The Crow. And she had, like, small roles in a whole bunch of movies. And TV shows. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. But she was she was in um, the... the f- the feature-length version of Dumplings. Do you remember that one, Kevin? In uh, mm-hmm. the Three Extremes movie, the short yeah. Dumplings, and they oh, oh man. they made that into a <laughs> feature-length. She was in that. Oh, God. what was that, Ryan? What was that all about? That dumpling. Uh. I remember the dumplings when I was small child. A small child? No, it's a small child. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> what? Three Extremes, when did that come out? Uh, 2004. Yeah. Ryan is extremely young. <laughs> He's like a child. <laughs> Man, I remember seeing that when I was like an infant. Second, if you were that young, why would you be watching Dumplings? Because... Adam made me dumb. <laughs> did I make you watch Three Extremes? Or did I make you watch, like, the feature-length Dumplings one? Three Extremes. Yeah. 
I saw the feature length dumplings one, but I didn't. I wasn't too keen on it. Because mm. it's like, I've already seen it, you know? Yeah. I liked it better as the short. Yeah. That Who wants to see a drawn out version? Come on. Yeah, I mean, they were able to, to do more with the character and stuff, but I know we're getting sidetracked, but man, did I love three yeah. streams. <laughs> we always get sidetracked. It's what we do. I just remember Chanwick Park's short in Three Extremes with the... I think I was the one with the piano. Do you remember that? I don't remember anything from Three... I don't even know if I saw Three oh, Extremes. man, Kevin, you gotta see it. If I did, I don't remember anything from it. Well, you need to see it again. Fruit Chan, Takeshi Miike, and Chanwick Park. That sounds like a great uh, three-way director thing going on right there. It's amazing. They made a Great sequel too, but I don't remember thing. who. I don't remember who uh, who was involved in the sequel. Well, do you have anything else to add? Because I, I feel like we just there's not a whole lot to talk about with Age of the Hot. I just I, I want to know one more thing because we talked about the dragons a little bit, but it also says that these uh, what are they Java men? Is that what they're called? Java men. Java men. They're the ones that like enslave the hobbits. It says uh, that they worship. Uh, Komodo dragons? Do you get to see Komodo dragons? Yeah, that's why. They aren't regular dragons that you're thinking of. They're Komodo. Do they just make the Komodos, like, really big? Like, old school? They're, yeah, they're style. big and they kind of fly. They kind of fly? <laughs> what do they offer? They're, they're in the air. <laughs> they kind of fly. I, I'm very intrigued by this kind of flying dragon. I want to know what that is. Does any is anyone eaten no, by a Komodo they, dragon? They're assholes. Hmm. If the Komodo dragons are assholes, yeah. What do they What do they do? Are they just like really judgmental? They eat. They eat the hobbits. Okay, so they actually do show Komodo dragons eating hobbits. Well, they sort of, they bite them and shit and swallow <laughs> half their body. <laughs> that is technically eating, right? Oh my, oh my God. goodness. Ridiculous. Now, I, I do see that, like, talking about the, the, like, the lawsuit or whatever, that Asylum did argue that hobbits are based on real-life human subspecies that were discovered in Indonesia and are actually referred to as hobbits in the scientific community. Uh, yeah, I think I did hear that. So, and the... Because doesn't this really... It takes place in Indonesia, doesn't it? Looks like it does. Or I guess the filming locations are... It says Cambodia. <clears throat> so they actually do have, like, a legit argument. It sounds like they're not based on Tolkien's creations. It's actually based on they are real life silent. scientific. You know what's happening? I, I know, but I, I, know, I know what they're doing. But <laughs> sounds like semantics wise, they could be okay. No, apparently they weren't. They were, they were forced <laughs> yeah. to change it. It's a loophole among twelve thousand of their mugging films. That's all it makes. Yeah, I mean they were they were forced to change titles of quite a few of their movies. I know that the 
American battleships had to be changed to American I'm warships. I'm surprised that not all of them. Yeah. yeah. Some of them, like Almighty Thor, Abraham Lincoln versus zombies. Yeah, Atlantic Rim. Atlantic Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Atlantic. Well, the I one... will say that every time I think a song is terrible, which is all the time. Um, when I watch one of their movies, I don't think it get any worse, and it seems to get worse every single time. So do you think that, like, Asylum is sort of a part of this one-upmanship with their own films? Like, trying to make them worse than the, the last one? They're probably listening to my podcast, and they're like, well... Or, uh, Instead of change it anywhere. We're, we're gonna make some more shitty movies for him to watch. We'll, we'll prove and we're gonna wrong. get two in the process. I can't wait so, until they start ripping off their own films. Like I think that like that'd be that. interesting. If they start making worse versions of the movies that they've already made. Or better yet, I wanna see another company pop up that makes mocking blockbusters. Of asylum films. That would be amazing because then they'd get a taste of their own medicine. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but they do it much, much better. And they're, you know. They're actually they're good. Yeah, they're funny. They're funny versions of asylum, but intentionally funny. I do see that they have a, a one coming out that's going to be a riff off of uh, that Pompeii, the Paul W.S. Anderson movie called Apocalypse Pompeii. <laughs> oh my God. They also do have Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark coming nice. out. Nice. Do they have a Noah coming out? I wouldn't be surprised if they did. A they Noah. do have one called Attila. Okay. Um, yeah, they have one called Zombie Night. They have one called Jailbait. Ready okay. to Die. Asian Schoolgirls. Airplane versus Volcano. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, God. When a commercial airliner is trapped within a ring of erupting volcanoes, as in more than one, the passengers and crew must find a way to survive without landing. I Wouldn't you just keep flying? I mean, you just fly in a straight line. That's all you have to do. What, what else would you do in that situation? Oh no, I originally thought of the idea. Like, who said down was like, I have an idea, we're gonna make a production that rips off every single movie ever and make money from it. Well, well I think, I don't know if we know if they actually make money from these. Well, they at least make enough money to make more of them. Yeah. I would, I, I, I would like to know that. I would like to see their their numbers. And they, they're making off money to afford voiceover. But that'd be funny if they weren't. If they just continuously lose money. And it's just some like uber rich guy. It's just like, this is how I'm spending my money. Well, I think it's probably one of those deals. It's probably similar to a Roger Corman type thing. And I think that even Roger Corman produces some of these movies. Maybe. Maybe it's like a Brewster's Millions type of situation <laughs> i i doubt <laughs> and this is what this is what they're doing with the money <laughs> i doubt you never that, know you never know 
I think that Could probably be. it's just like their their movies don't cost a lot to make. They probably do almost everything in house, and you know they sell their rights to Sci Fi Channel, probably make a a buttload of money, and they probably sell their stuff to Netflix and Redbox and make a make enough money to keep things going. That's true. I mean, it's the same thing like like uh, like Uwe Boll stuff. You know, he yeah. he keeps making money because he he's a smart businessman. Like he, when I talked to him, he I, I was kind of asking him about financing movies and how he does it, and he he does everything all under one roof. Like he has his own production company, which yeah. helps. Mm-hmm helps eliminate some of the, some of the fees and things like that. And he has complete control over how it works and what money's coming in and going out and all that stuff. And I mean, you, if you put your movie, if your movie gets on Netflix, that's like, he told me that's like 45 to 75 grand right there just to sell your movie to Netflix. Wow. And for these, these movies, I mean, which begs the question, why is Netflix buying these movies? It just seems like a huge waste of money. Well, I think that they want to just pad their library and... I know, but they pad it with Because so people, shit. Were, people were down up to the thing that these are the real... Yeah, well, that's, that is one the, thing. Yeah, I think, you know how we always talk about that? I actually did meet someone that was tricked into yeah. watching one of these. Which I'm going to go ahead and that one of my friends was trying to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, few weeks, yeah. the the thing is, people don't realize. We we forget that we're we're kind of in this movie world, and we we forget that there are people that don't really pay attention to things like release dates and sp- movie titles and things like that. So when they see something pop up, and they're like, "Oh, Age of the Hobbits! It must be the next Hobbit movie," and it still surprises you me know, so much get it on Redbox or whatever. It, it is, a, yeah, it is surprising, but people just aren't aware. People are ignorant. So, yeah, I'm sure they're making money from it. It's a way to make money of stupid people. I mean, I, I would I would definitely be interested in seeing, like, budget versus return on these movies. Like Exactly. I would like to see a complete breakdown yeah. of their finances. Hopefully soon that that's actually going to be something that happens because did you read this? This is old news by now because it happened a few months ago. But the um, the distributor behind um, Escape from Tomorrow released all of their profit numbers <laughs> from that film. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, they uh, they were like the first distributor that that openly offered up their downloads and profit from video on demand oh wow and basically they were like this should be this should be available for everyone because box office numbers are available and that's true it's it doesn't paint a very good picture or an accurate picture if you're just going off of box office numbers because nowadays almost every movie especially independent films they all come out on video on demand also yeah so I think that maybe in the future we will be able to compare budget versus uh, return on these asylum films. 
I should just reach out to the asylum and say, hey, can you send us, like, your numbers? <laughs> I just want to burn me alive. I just want to know. Yeah, they talk shit about every asylum movie I've seen. And it's honestly, like I said before at the top of the show, I honestly didn't know this was an asylum film until after I watched the trailer. So it's not yeah. intentional. I'm... I'm I, I try to mix it up. It's just happening. Yeah. <laughs> I try to mix it up and give you different stuff, but somehow it always ends up being the asylum. <laughs> mm. Originally, I was going to give you the, the Hobbit, the animated movie, and then I realized I did that last year. <laughs> you should have done it again. <laughs> just to see if he remembered. Yeah, like I was like, oh, the Hobbit's coming out. I'll give him that. That crappy 70s animated one. And, I'm, and then I was like, wait a minute. Did I? I feel like I gave him that already. And I looked it up on Letterboxd. And yep, sure enough. So if you want to hear uh, Ryan's comments on the original animated Hobbit, go ahead and page through. I don't remember what number that was, though. <laughs> I can't which, which one did you think was better, Ryan? Mm, the animated one, this one sucked real bad. <laughs> well, let's find this out is how... This an hour and 25 minutes long, and I spent an hour and 15 minutes looking at the clock. <laughs> now, do you remember what... This is over. Do you remember what score you gave the, the animated one? Uh, um, no. I wonder, like, what was the animated the, one called? Uh, I think it was just called The Hobbit. I'm trying to find it. Because I want to see if, without him knowing... Yeah, I have the score right here. If the rating's going to... Okay. I have the score right here. So let's uh, let's give you a drum roll. Ryan, what do you give Age of the Hobbits? One. <laughs> no, quick. Fuck it, no fucking around with that. One out of ten. You also gave the Hobbit animated one one out of ten. Uh, uh, oh no, they're tied. It's a tie. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, god. The animated the some one is. We're gonna make that an imaginary point seven five. Okay. Point seven five. So it's just it's slightly worse. Are we, we're doing yes. that now. Doing that now. Doing point seven fives. Yes. I wish I uh, sometimes with reviews I wish I could do point seven fives. I wish we did on a scale of zero to one and everything was points. Mm. Like <laughs> point. made, we should do that. Just just to make it different than everyone else. <laughs> point three seven nine. <laughs> a zero to one scale. <laughs> Give everyone the best well, way so. Yeah, I mean it's sort of like a thumbs up or thumbs down, a zero to one. But we we can add, we can go like three three or four decimal places in. <laughs> I give the score pi. We we should also implement a like negative score rating. Yeah, you could go negative one to one. Negative one to one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. Negative one is where you give the movie back. 
<laughs> you bud, you're like you, you request I don't it. Want this. You return it to Best Buy or you <laughs> email Amazon or iTunes and request your money back. <laughs> uh, I have a number of negative ones from this year that I wish I could do though. Oh sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, I think it goes without saying you're not going to be bothering with uh, Desolation of Smaug. No. Smaug? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I never saw the first element, nor have I seen any of Lord of the Rings. Oh, man. It's me and you both. Well, I haven't either, so. Oh, you haven't either? (laughs) So put me in in that camp. I do... I will say that the new the new one looks pretty cool. Like I uh, I do I am curious about it, but that means I have to go back and watch the first one, and I, I, but I you still don't know. Do. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to do it because I didn't even hear good things about the last the first Hobbit that came out. Smaug. 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 I hear that like on TV when they're advertising, they always like. Yeah, on college football, they were talking about it, and the guys in Smaug, and all three or four of the other analysts laughed at him because he pronounced it Smaug. No, it is pronounced Smaug. Is it? I know. Yes. But they, yeah, they laugh because he pr- pronounced it properly, and it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like it should just be the best measure of smog. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that it's supposed to be smog, but it's not. I don't know. All right, any final thoughts on Age of the Hobbits? Nope. Again, if you're looking to rent this for some reason, (laughs) it's under the name Clash of the Empires. See, you know, exactly how to get your money back. Alright, well, I think that that'll wrap it up. For all the latest film news and reviews, visit us at filmpulse.net. Send us an email at feedback at filmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net and be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much for filmpulse.net. My name is Adam. And I'm Kevin. Right. And we'll, we will see you on Monday. See you later. <laughs>